The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. I'm Victoria Jones, with you for the next hour, and have we got things to talk about? I'm in for Leslie Marshall today. Oh, boy, there is so much to get to, and I want you to get to it with me at 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Week one of the Trump administration or the Trump regime, if you feel that way inclined, some of you might, is over, how do you rate it? How do you grade it? How did it go? Let's talk. Because, wow, this has been a week. My grade, Donald Trump gets an A for energy. He didn't stop. He just didn't stop. He kept going and going and going and going and going. And it's weird to think that this time last week, um, we were starting to talk about the size of the crowds. And this time this week, we're still talking about the size of the crowds. And I'm predicting, I don't even know if this has happened yet, because I, I haven't even seen a story about this. But I predicted this yesterday. President Trump is going to say that the crowds at the March for Life are bigger than the crowds at the Women's March, regardless of what size the crowds are. I would be astonished if he does not do that. I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying there are a couple of things I want to get to that I have thoughts about. You'll be astonished to hear. But I do want to hear what you think, what your grade is for President Trump after his first week on the job, I mean, it's on the job training, getting training wheels. You can give him a grant for a week at one eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Something strange came out of the White House today. You might be going, it's not the first thing that came out of the White House today. It's a statement by the president on International Holocaust Remembrance Day which is today. And I'm going to read a brief statement. And at the end of it, I want you to ponder just for a second before I tell you what it is. What, what is strange about this statement? When you think about International Holocaust Remembrance Day, International Holocaust Remembrance Day. It is with a heavy heart and somber mind that we remember and honor the victims, survivors, heroes of the Holocaust. It is to fully fathom the depravity and horror inflicted on innocent people by Nazi terror. Yet, humanity, light shines the brightest. As we remember those who died, we are deeply grateful to those who risked their lives to save the innocent. In the name of the perished, I pledge to do everything in my power throughout my presidency and my life to ensure that the forces of evil never again defeat the powers of good. 
Together, we will make love and tolerance prevalent throughout the world. Any thoughts? Any thoughts? Any thoughts? International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Now we're talking about the victims of the Nazis, uh, six million victims of the Nazis, and who were they predominantly? Who was not mentioned in this statement once? Jews. No mention of Jews in this statement. It was about people. Now, there are other people who suffered in the Holocaust, and we must not remember them. But let us not forget who were the primary targets of the Holocaust in Germany. Jews. Six million of them were targets of the Nazis. I don't understand why this statement does not make any mention of that, and yet says people and those, and I don't get it. Maybe it was an oversight, just a simple oversight by whoever the person was who drafted it. So I'm just mentioning it because it's just, it's odd. It's odd. So I'm mentioning that. And I'm going to take a call and do the other thing that has been driving me up the wall. As we grade President Trump on week one, I'm giving him an A for energy because I think he's been extremely energetic this week and vigorous at one eight 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 six leslie one eight 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 six five three seven five four three. John is in Asheville, North Carolina on line three. Hi, John. Uh, it looks like his line just dropped, but let me see if he's... Oh, he uh, dropped. Yeah, let me see if he's calling back. Hang on, hang on. Okay. I'll let you know. Okay. So in the meantime, a lot of things have been going on just in the last day or so. One thing that I have been really up in arms about is Steve Bannon, White House strategist, former editor of Breitbart News, the, the alt-right, which is ne- white nationalist website. Steve Bannon, who is a very, 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 very smart guy, by the way. Incredibly smart. I've listened to um, one of his speeches, and uh, he's really smart. So he gave an interview to the New York Times, which he doesn't normally speak to. He normally only speaks to Breitbart. And in it, this was on Wednesday night, and he was doing it because he wanted to speak up for Sean Spicer, the White House press secretary who has come in for some flack this week because of his rant against the press last Saturday. And and, and because of this week, it's been a rough week in the press room. And as you know, I spent some time in the press room myself. And Bannon said in this interview with the New York Times on Wednesday, the media should be embarrassed and humiliated and keep its mouth shut and just listen for a while. He went on, I want you to quote this. The media here is the opposition party. They don't understand this country. They still do not understand why Donald Trump is the president of the United States. 
he went on to say that the mainstream media has not fired or terminated anyone associated with following our campaign, claiming that they were outright activists of the Clinton campaign. That's why you have no power. You were humiliated. He went on to say, you're the opposition party, not the Democratic Party. You're the opposition party. The media's the opposition party. But he said, you need to shut up. Really? There's only one industry that's mentioned, as far as I'm aware, in the First Amendment, and that is protected, and that is the press. That is the press. That's because we're not supposed to shut up. We're not supposed to shut up. The opposition? This is fascinating. This is fascinating. I'm going to take your calls on this, on these other issues, in just a moment. I know there's many of you trying to get through right now because these are really hot issues. So if you are, keep at it. We're going to take your calls as we continue. But the opposition? Oh, really? Throwing down the gauntlet? Why? What would be the reason for that? Let's talk about it. I'm Victoria Jones in for Leslie Marshall. Leslie Marshall, when the truth matters. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Victoria Jones with you this afternoon in for Leslie Marshall. I could just listen to that basically and just turn it into a music show, but I'm not going to do that because there's so much to get to as we grade President Trump on his first week in office. There's a very, very, very sharp learning curve in this gig. For it. I mean, you the nuclear codes for crying out loud. It's, you know, yeah. Taking your calls, one eight 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 six leslie one 653 Jeff is in Phoenix on line three. Hi, Jeff. Is it Jeff? Well, it looks like he dropped. Let's uh, go to the next one. Oh, okay. Richard is in Massachusetts on line one. Hi, Richard. Hello. How you doing? Hey. Good. How are you? Well, you know, uh, I hate to say it, when Romney was running there, I, as a joke, I said I was going to do a stunt if he got elected or stole the election, but he didn't. Uh, Romney didn't steal the election, did he? But you know what Trump was talking about, about the thing being rigged until he got elected? He wasn't talking about it after he got elected, was he? Remember he was going to be rigged, the election? He lost the popular vote. Yeah. Who set up the Electoral College? Who's the one that started that, you think? You remember the Electoral College? When did they start that? Remember what year it was? 
Was it from the I don't remember what year it was. Go on. So anyway, I think what we should do is we should basically go back to the good old days and have a king like George Washington. Remember him? The single party system instead of wasting all of our money with some adversarial nonsense. Because right now our country doubled the debt with Obama. You think Trump's going to double it? He won't be able to. I think the world's going to end. You know what's going to happen pretty soon? I think Go we're going to have the second civil. We're going to have the second civil war in America. It's going to be the Trump's going to bring in the Russians to back him up. It's going to be like Red Dawn. Remember that movie from '84, Red Dawn? He's going to bring in. Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah. I, Sounds like an interesting book, doesn't it? I'm going to write it. It's going to be. I think novel. you should write it. I think you. I think you should I, write I, it. It's going to be a bestseller. No, no, what I'm going to do. I'm going to send Trump some poetry. He's going to want me to be a speechwriter. I'll go take the White House over. How's that sound? I think, I think you should do it, man. I, you know, th- there are gigs all over the place. Hey, you should do it. Thanks very much for your call. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Joe is in Arizona on line f- four. Hi, Joe. Hello, Joe. No? Okay. Jeff is in Phoenix on line three. Hey, how you doing? Let me, uh, I'm, I'm great. Good to talk to you. A good, good, good. Yeah, I've listened to you for years on, on Tom Hartman. But listen, you know, uh, when you said that just then about uh, the Holocaust, it, you know, it really made me think that the fact that uh, there was over five to 700,000 Africans that were killed in the Holocaust, which is never, ever mentioned in the Holocaust or any other memorials. There is no mention whatsoever of it. And it was kind of strange that he did say people because the other people who were killed in that are saying in history. It just makes it appear that it was only Jewish people. And the other people have simply been looked over for years. It also made me think about the, the, the uh, transatlantic cost where over 600 million Africans died on that passage to, to, the, to the, what's known to the, the Americas. And that Holocaust lasted for 435 years. And I believe the one in Germany lasted for, what is it, about seven years? How many years is that? It's not very many years, and I don't think that the that the transatlantic Holocaust, as you're calling it, is acknowledged or or that we have dealt with it. And that's why racism is this country's most challenging issue because we have not dealt with the the the, the issues arising out of slavery in this country. Yes, and it's like a lot of people have no idea that Europe named after Europia, the African queen of the Africans who inhabited that continent. The history makes it appear that it was Caucasians. In the beginning, it was not. That's how Adolf Hitler knew he could go hide under, under the uh, ice cap, under the uh, Africanas, because Africans had already mapped out that. That's why there were Africans there, and that's why I think they don't mention the fact that Africans were killed in the Holocaust, because then it would, pay, it would show a different story than the ones that being created in the his story books, which aren't really facts, but it's someone else's story, that, uh, and it would show that Africans had already, or had already populated the entire earth, and, and that uh, Europe, Scotland is named after Scotia, they even left, they got this, this story here about the 13 original colonies here in the United States, and their names of them, when they left, they were all named by Africans, as a matter of fact, they left California, which is named after Calacia, an African. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's important for people to know these things and, and it's important to have these discussions and to have these dialogues. And, and until we do, we are, we're, not, uh, we're, we're not going to start dealing with the, with the issue of, of racism in this country, which, as I said, is our most challenging issue. And I, I want to thank you for the call and, and for, for it 
mentioning to us, of course, there are other people who were killed in the Holocaust as well. Absolutely. There is no question about that. And I think that statement should be inclusive. But I think that not to mention the name of the people who were targeted in the Holocaust is an oversight. So I appreciate your call and thank you very much for getting on the line today. Our number is 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Something else has been happening this week, and that is that the Republicans are on retreat. And there seems to be um, somebody very naughty, or more than one person very naughty at that retreat, because they're having these closed-door meetings, and uh, including one with the Mike the vice president and one just this is all we know about so far in which they're discussing really important policy stuff one about uh voter so-called voter fraud one about obamacare all kinds of stuff well some naughty person with an anonymous email address has got hold of recordings of the sessions and is sending them to, to the washington post and other major newspapers and what these lawmakers are saying in these in these sessions is accurate and it's fascinating because it turns out that Republican lawmakers who were having conversations among themselves and with their leaders are freaked out about repealing Obamacare. Freaked out about it. Major doubts about how to get rid of it quick. They don't think they've got guidance from President Trump or the administration. They've got all kinds of issues, damage to the health insurance market, they don't know how to keep premiums affordable for middle class families, and there were issues raised about what to do about defunding Planned Parenthood. Some of the Republicans said, we don't need to be doing this at the same time, there's political consequences here, this is stupid. And there were other people who were saying, you've got to do something about pre-existing conditions. And other people were saying, look, if you're going to give people this, this, this tax credit, how is that going to help a middle-class family who has to pay all their premiums up front and then get a tax credit at the end of the year? This doesn't make sense. They've got some problems. They've got some problems. We'll talk some more when we continue. Stay with us. I'm Victoria Jones, 888-653-7543. What is your grade for President Trump one week in? You've watched him. You've seen the executive orders. How do you think he's doing? I want to hear from you. I'm Victoria Jones, in for Leslie Marshall. Jones with you this afternoon. Great stuff. Excelling with the music here, Andrew. It's good stuff, this. Thank you so liking much. It. Yeah, liking it, liking it. I can't wait to see what the next one is. It's, but you've, you've got to excel Hold your hands. You've just got to excel. Yeah. Okay, taking your calls, 888 Grading President Trump on his first week. So many things. We haven't even got to voter fraud, which, by the way, 
according to lawmakers uh, in the room, according to this secret tape that was made by a naughty person who uh, sent it to various uh, um, uh, Vice President Trump said that he would anticipate the administration is going to initiate a full evaluation. This is a quote, a full evaluation of voting roles in the country, the overall integrity of our voting system in the wake of this past election. What was wrong with the past election? For bleep's sake, you won. You've got Governor Brian Sandoval of Nevada, who is a Republican, saying there was no voter fraud in our state. You've got other Republican uh, governors saying we didn't have any voter fraud in our state. The only person who says there's voter fraud is this individual, Greg Phillips, I think that's his name, who has no credentials, no experience, just popped up on Twitter and who is being given the credence of the President of the United States now, who's saying, well, I'm going to wait for his study. What study? He's got a bunch of tweets. Oh. Joe is in Arizona on line five. Hi, Joe. Victoria, it's so good to catch up with you. Where, whereabouts, in Arizona, whereabouts in Arizona are you? Tucson. Tucson, nice. Love. Absolutely. Come on down and warm up. We finally got some nice weather here. But, hey, you know, um, okay, first things first. I give, and I'm a progressive, mind you, I give President Trump an A uh, for you. I'm going to jump on your energy bandwagon, and then I'm going to give him an A-plus on something that was really important to me, and that was the, the downing of the TTP, uh, or TPP. And uh, that was big news for me. And a big deal. So he, like, gets kudos. Now I'm going to give him an F for the border wall. I mean, I'm 50 miles from the border right now. And it is much to do about nothing. And uh, I get everybody, you know, I come from the Midwest, and I get a lot of buddies, you know, they're freaking out about building the wall. And you know what? It is, it is the biggest joke that I've ever seen. There's nothing going on. There's been more people going back to Mexico that are coming in right now. And at a, with the I know, I know. It's days. it's down more than in 40 years. It, it's crazy. You've got Representative Will Hurd, Republican of Texas, who has more border than any other representative, saying this is the most inefficient way to guard the country. Absolutely. But, you know, that's the weird crowd in the Republicans is, uh, man, they fixate on that stuff. So it's not like they're, um, you know, the Democrats, uh, speaking of people on hiatus, uh, they're on hiatus for two to four years at the minimum unless they can figure out, like, how to really get progressive and run somebody worth a crap. Uh, they're, you know, when you get these Republicans hiding out, I was so glad you told that story on uh, uh, them freaking out in the back room. Because at the end of the day, it's just like the border talk. They're always blabbing about build the wall, build the wall. They're always blabbing about, uh, you know, Obamacare, you know. But now it's like, now it's time to cut the meat. And, uh, oh, yeah, no, yeah, you, yeah, read this story in the Washington Post. I'm sure it's in others as well, but they've got detailed quotes from these guys. There is panic at the disco, man. Yeah, yeah. Serious. Yeah, Doug Ducey's freaking out, too, down here in Arizona, and, uh, and rightfully so, man. This is, uh, you know, this is how we got Trump. This is how we got, you know, this Republican thing across. 
Now it's time to lead, and it's not so easy. But, you know, for me, this is Trump has been kind of a wonderful thing. You know, if we can get through this, uh, I just know this country is sick and tired of uh, Democratic, uh, the, the centrist slash right wing Democrats, i.e., Hillary Clinton. Um, you know, and Barack Obama, for that matter, what a joke he, he turned out to be. And uh, good riddance to all those guys, because you know what? This country okay. is, you have, hey, you know what? 40% of this country makes $20,000 a year or less. And, you know, so we, we talk about all this crap of, uh, you know, the economy's back and they're building. And, you know, no, it's not. It's a joke. And, uh, oh, I, I know that um, people are not, uh, they're not willing to sit. Right now, Trump's got two years to get his crap together, and uh, and and none of these problems are going to wait around for him. But like you said, and I'll leave on this note, I got to give him an yeah. A for some energy, and a for I'm energy. so thankful for the, the Trans Pacific Partnership. Okay, thanks very much, Joe. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Ismail is in Virginia on line three. Hi. Hello, Gloria. Thank you so much. Thank you, my call. Uh, what I want to tell you, Republicans, sometimes be careful what you wish for. You know, you, this is what you wanted, and now it's in your hands. So don't, you know, you, be careful what you wish for. But what I wanted to grade uh, President um, uh, Trump is I give him an F because none of the issues that, that he tackled are really critical issues that need to be uh, dealt with right away. What about keeping out all those refugees from the Muslim countries? Isn't that critical, Ismail? What, 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 uh, what I mean, like, uh, he shouldn't do it. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, he, he, should, he should have not done it. I mean, uh, passing uh, um, uh, executive order banning him or saying that you're not allowing him—that's not productive. I mean, most of those refugees, they just seek an opportunity, just like everybody else. And I think closing the door on them is going to harm them more, you know, than than than, than allowing him. So, so uh, I just, I just don't think he's, you know, he's really know what he's doing. But I want to get back to the issue of, uh, of um, uh, the the uh, the Democrat. I'm really kind of a little bit disappointed with the Democrat. I mean, Trump talking about voter fraud. Voter fraud hurt the Democrats more than the Republicans. So he opened up his, uh, an, an opportunity. Why didn't they take the ball along with it? Fine, let's let's have an investigation of voter fraud. Let's summon Greg Palace. Let's summon Chris Kobach. Let's talk about the interstate cross checks checklist. You know, let's investigate this matter because it it hurt the, the Democrats more. I mean, there were so many African Americans who were given a provisional ballot, and theirs was not counted. Many African American and, and minorities, and then Arabs, and then Asian and Hispanic, who had different same last name in different states that are run by Republicans, their name were crossed off. So I don't. Well, be, because because because, because, because they're so busy, they're so busy having their post mortems, trying to decide number one who's going to run the Democratic National Committee, and they're still fighting over Bernie versus Hillary. Grow up and get over it. it grow up, get over it. It doesn't matter. It's over. And and number two, deciding what is going to be their strategy against Trump. So, yeah, to take this on, and they should take it on hard. And, exactly. and they, they have to take on everything hard. If they, if, and I'm not a Democrat, but if they want to be effective, and they need to decide now what they're going to do in 2018, and they need to start looking now, 2020, because he already has his mm-hmm. slogan, which mm-hmm. is keep America great. So he's already running for 2020. There's no, and there's so no, I, no 
plan. I mean, they're still retreating in West Virginia. Cool. They Thanks know, very much. Thank you so much. I, I, th- there is no plan. You're right. There's no plan. There's no plan. There's no bench. There's no nothing. And there's no Democrats in the state houses. So they are operating from a huge disadvantage right now. And uh, if they don't get their act together, it's going to be eight years of President Trump. And it's just very simple. So they, they've got uh, some very, very basic things to do. Um, Doug is in California on line four. Hi, Doug. Hi, Doug. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm good. Okay. Well, I'm going to go to a quick break, and we'll we'll come back with the rest of the calls in just a moment because uh, otherwise we got a few minutes actually, Victoria. Because then we got uh, talk media news to wrap up the hour, so we got uh, another few minutes here with callers actually. Okay. So is is Doug there, or is it just? Empty, empty California em, em, silence. Uh, I think it's empty California silence. So, uh, all right, on, uh, let, let, let's talk to Tammy in Albuquerque on line one. Hello. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Victoria. Um, I'm calling because I give Trump a negative zero on uh, his uh, anything he's done, but on destroying the democracy, I give him a hundred and fifty percent. He's doing an excellent job of destroying our country, our values, our institutions, and everything else. So he is he is excellent at that. And he's playing bait and switch on all the citizens of this country that are watching sitcoms on TV. Because What do you he, mean by that? Explain. Well, he needs to, we, he needs to be investigated for uh, Russia deciding and electing him. That's what we need. We don't need to know uh, about the other election fraud that he's talking about. We need the first thing is to investigate Russia with an independent committee because he's been in bed with Russia, uh, literally, figuratively, and we need to find out how he won this election, and then uh, he needs to be uh, impeached. And also, we need to uh, donate uh, to the uh, lawyers who uh, are fighting the emoluments clause, the ones that put in the the uh, the lawsuit against Trump for his business and his not releasing his taxes. Uh, I mean, the people need to get involved. And, and start people, people, are people, but people are not involved. I mean, people are not involved, and they're not going to get involved. And so these things are just going to happen. And, and there isn't going to be an independent commission or an independent investigation into the Russia ties. Now, there is an investigation going on with uh, five or six different intelligence agencies and law enforcement agencies into ties between people uh, related to his campaign and Russia and money going back and forth, or money coming from Russia to them. Now, how strongly that will continue under his administration... I don't know, I, but there is an investigation going on. Yeah. Well, he's going to have the, the Supreme Court. You know, the, it, 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 
Oh, oh, well, the Supreme Court, that's coming up next Thursday, I believe, February the yeah, 2nd. And all the courts, all the Justice Department, yep. the, uh, the, the law enforcement, everything will be in his, in, in his pocket. And they're not, they're, they're going to do whatever he wants. And that's exactly what he's working towards. All these high level people in the State Department walking out, uh, you know, him firing people, uh, helter skelter. Uh, this is, this is very destructive of our country but you know what i came out of retirement me and my husband are retired we're not laying on the beach in hawaii we're going to be out every single day i make 15 20 phone calls a day to my senators to the congressmen to the justice department to the to the everybody i'm calling all day long and i'm not going to stop and i'm out on the streets marching so here That's very it's very important to be very important to be engaged. I really appreciate your call. Thanks very much, Tammy. Thank you. And Susie is in El Paso in Texas on line five. Hi, Susie. Hello, Victoria. Hello, Victoria. I live in El Paso, Texas. I live yes. on the border. We are the safest city in the United States. Pope, the Pope was here um, last year. He did a mass on the border. Nothing happened. Yeah. Right. That bull that the that the Republicans and Trump want to build, um, that Mexico is not going to pay for it, and going to put a twenty percent uh, tax. That's just going to go to the Trump voter when they go over to Walmart. They're going to uh, pay higher prices. Uh, exactly, and Walmart has, and Walmart, Walmart and Target don't want it. You know, they don't want it because they're going to have to raise their prices. And the one that's going to get affected, Victoria, is. Trump voters, and I don't believe Trump and Pence are going to fill out the term. I think that there is something the media is missing. Counterintelligence is investigating Trump's ties to Vladimir Putin. Who is I just Trump? said that. going to speak to tomorrow is Vladimir Putin. Vladimir you know Putin. Yeah. That is going to bring down Trump and, Trump and Pence and these Republicans. They put Russia and Putin above the United States of America, and they're destroying our country. They, to me, in my eyes, they are, uh, they're violating their oath, and I think they're committing treason, and they're aiding and abetting the enemy. But Trump gets an F, but the media messed up. The media has to take some responsibility, Victoria, for having Trump in there, because they focused I on agree. Hillary. They hated her so much. They didn't want Bill and Hillary back in power in Washington, D.C. Well, no, no, more, more, than that, more than that, they focused on the celebrity of Trump. Exactly. And they, and they, they people, Victoria, those marches last Saturday, the millions and millions of people that went out across the United States of America and across around the world, that's a wake-up call. People are not uh, shutting up. I, I have, uh, in the state of Texas, the Republicans have destroyed the state of Texas. And I wish someone in the media would, uh, would uh, look into and report about the Governor Abbott and his ties okay. with Trump. Because he has destroyed the state of Texas. But what Democrats need to do and others, they need to re-register to vote. And Susie, thanks for your call. I have to go to a break. I have to go to a break. I appreciate your call. 
we all we all have a vote and i appreciate your call but i've got to run and i appreciate your call we've got much more coming up trump is not doing well in his grades here all his superlatives are bad stay with us much more coming up victoria jones here Victoria Jones on the Leslie Marshall Show. So glad you're with us. So we've been grading Trump on his week. I gave him an A for energy. That was everything that I gave him. And we've been talking about some of the crazy things that have been going on this week, including secret recordings that a naughty person or more than one naughty person made of the goings on in the Republican retreat. And I'm delighted to be joined now by Patrick Gavin with Talk Media News to talk about the news of the day. Hi, Patrick. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So, um, tell us uh, what are you what are you hearing today? Well, I tell you, I mean, it's, the most interesting story is the one you just alluded to is the secret recording. Uh, I guess not so secret anymore uh, from behind closed doors at the Republican uh, closed door meeting on Thursday, obtained by the Washington Post. Uh, to me, this is interesting on a, on a number of levels. In this recording, Republicans kind of fret about exactly how they're going to repeal Obamacare. Uh, it's interesting for two reasons. One, I'm noticing that, and I'd be curious if you feel the same way, that um, the Republican caucus, be it on either end of Pennsylvania Avenue, is leaking a lot in the past <laughs> week or so, um, which never quite yes. a lot. Of, yeah, which, which doesn't seek well at the kind of unity about just the White House is leaking a lot, which which very much does. Like a sieve. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like a sieve. Absolutely. Yeah. Given how much he values loyalty, that strikes me as uh, somewhat ironic. Um, And then, of course, this. I I heard I heard he's building a woodshed on the South Lawn, actually, is what I heard to take people out to. (laughs) But that's just a rumor. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. There's a lot of leaking going on. There's clearly, I mean, not only is there massive disunity among the Republicans, I mean, the, the, the Obamacare story, I thought, was particularly noteworthy for the fact that they are just scattershot. Um, but, I mean, like, who was the naughty person or people who made this recording and then forwarded it to all the media? That 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 was just extraordinary. I mean, you know, was it was it a, a, a staff member, a lawmaker, or, uh, or, or a waiter? you know, like with the Mitt Romney's 47% thing. Right, exactly. And, you know, and I think that the tape proves something that, uh, you know, reporting out of Washington has sort of bore out the past week, which is I don't think Republicans really know what to do um, with Trump's mandate to repeal Obamacare. I mean, first of all, Trump said that, you know, he wants to keep certain parts of it. Uh, Republicans in the House want to keep certain parts of it. And the big worry is how can they, quote, unquote, strip away Obamacare um, and replaced it with something else without it actually still in the end being Obamacare just under a different name. Uh, that would be that would leave the Republican caucus, I think, with a bit of egg on their face going into the 2018 uh, midterm. So this is going to become a real challenge. And I think the first litmus test 
for Republicans on Capitol Hill. On a- we're, we're, out, we're out of time. We're out of time. I want to thank you very much, Patrick. I appreciate it. I'm Victoria Jones. Thank you.